and welcome back to the word on school avenue my name is dexter this is weston seth and darren today we have a great podcast lined up for you we're gonna be talking as we mentioned last week about the five fold ministry yes not the threefold not the threefold not the fourfold the but the five fold. the fivefold also ministry not the yeah, not definitely not. We the could go forever fold. on that. The secret yeah. Not the sevenfold. Yeah. The secret sixfold. Yeah, Ooh, the sevenfold. That would be Ooh. perfect. Yeah, I was like, why completion. Why, completion. Why is oh it not so right. I was just thinking mm. that like ten minutes ago. Okay, we're gonna figure this out. <laughs> we're we're actually gonna follow the Bible okay, today, so, guys. So let's think. One part of that though is rest. So that just that's a free gift. Rest. Yeah. So what's the sixth <laughs> gift? That's what we gotta so, find. Sloth mm. isn't a sin. Uh, in the right, I mean, you're supposed to rest in the Lord, ah, the right mm. spirit, the right mindset. We're gonna pray for you today, Darren. It's okay. Yes. We'll deliver you of the slothfulness. The only completion you can think of is the seven days it took. No, I'm saying the seventh gift would be. I mean, there's rest. seven seals. Yeah. The seventh. Yeah. There's you know. seven seal was rest. Seven spirits. I don't know. Okay. Whatever. Anyway. Anyway. So now we're talking about Revelation, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Turn in your Bible, Alpha and Omega. All right, so we're just going to start it. We're just going to start with Ephesians chapter 4, verse 11 through 12. That is, this is when you think of the fivefold ministry, this is it. When they preach about it, this is it. Hope you can hear me slapping my Bible. This is it. The disrespect. I'm just pounding the word of God, all right? Here we go. Ephesians what? 4? 4, 11 through 12. If you're there, say amen. 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 Praise Aww. God. Amen. And he gave some apostles and some prophets, and some evangelists, and some pastors and teachers, for the perfecting of the saints, for the work of the ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ. Mm -hmm. So, you know, verse 11 obviously is the five-fold ministry. Your or apostles, your prophets, your evangelists, your teachers and preachers. Verse 12 gives what they are for. Hang on. Pastors, not preachers. It's different. Um, teachers and pastors there we go thank you <laughs> you're welcome thank you brother you bet all right anyway verse 12 tells us exactly why we have the fivefold ministry it's not just so i can get up there and say i am a prophet i am an apostle which we'll talk mm -hmm. about that later <laughs> but it's for the perfecting of the saints the fivefold ministry was created for the saints the work of the ministry was made for the saints, for the edifying of the body of Christ. Mm -hmm. That mm -hmm. is very important because right. the fivefold ministry is the reflection of the Old Testament Levitical tribe. Okay. The Levites. The Levites. Mm -hmm. Okay. And Numbers 18, Aaron is given charge of the temple. You know, mm -hmm. all very important stuff right here. Aaron and the Levites are given charge of the tabernacle, and the fivefold ministry is basically the continuation of that. As as uh, we could say, a type and shadow. Yes. Old Testament oh, yeah. to New Testament. Type and oh, shadow. Yeah. That's like my favorite thing to say. We're I don't in the know New why. Testament still, Types by the way. and shadows. Anyway. But just as the Levites were God's gift to the Israel, the fivefold ministry is God's gift to the New Testament church. Okay which we're going to bring it back to the gifts of the Spirit right there. Because in 1 Corinthians, I literally have my, I can't read. I'm sorry, guys. One of these days I'll learn how to read. 1 Corinthians chapter 12 and 28. And that's pretty much where we left off last week. We're going to connect, we're going to connect it all together. Okay. 
and in God, and God hath set some in the church, first apostles, secondarily prophets, thirdly teachers. After that, miracles and gifts of healing, helps, governments, diversity of tongues. Are all apostles, are all prophets, are all teachers, are all workers of miracles, have all the gifts of healing, do all speak with tongues, do all interpret, but covet earnestly the best gifts, mm -hmm. and yet show I unto you a more excellent way. So basically, I've read all of that to say this. The fivefold ministry is not just a plan that you can walk into a church and fill out an application and say, hey, I want to be a prophet. Where do I sign up? I want to be an evangelist. How do I get onto that train? You know, is there a program? You know, I so wish it was that easy. I wish it was I that that's easy. That's what Bible college was for. Oh, yeah. well, that's what some people think. Yeah. You just go pay the tuition and now you're an apostle. That's how it works around here, guys. I'll tell you what. But that's... The fivefold ministry was not made just so we can walk into church and have these self-proclaimed titles and all these things. You know, it was made as a gift from God. Just as the gifts of the Spirit were given for healing and for interpretation and for words of wisdom and miracles. The fivefold ministry is a gift to us. It is a government that we can apply in right. churches because mm -hmm. we don't right. serve a God of chaos. We serve a God of order. Right. Thank, thank you, Jesus. Yeah. Can I can only imagine. We have enough chaos on this earth. We don't need to serve God chaos. Boy. Thank you for order, God. Mm. And so that's what the fivefold ministry is. It is a plan for our church. It is a plan for the kingdom of God in the New Testament to follow. It's not just something you could sign up for. It takes anointing and it is a call. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You can't just walk up, like I said, and be an apostle. We we're talking about this earlier. You gotta be called to fill one of these roles. So you mm -hmm. can be called to be an apostle? Yeah. I'm going to say it. I think so. I, th I I'm think gonna so say too. it. I know it sounds controversial. So. And a prophet. And a prophet. And a pastor. And I mean, if teacher. we really believe this yeah. word, and we really believe what God's given us, yeah. then you can't say no. Yeah. I mean, I guess if you have good hermeneutics, you could say no to that, but then you'd also have to say no to everything else. You know, hermeneutically speaking, if you say yes to one thing, you've got to agree with all of it. It's yes or no. There's no in between. Yeah. You know? That's true. Good stuff, Mr. Brother Dexter. Sorry. Mr. Brother Dexter. Brother Dexter. Oh, I, I appreciate that. But all right, so we're going to start out at the top with Apostle. What is an Apostle? What are your thoughts? What do y'all think? What is an Apostle? Are you speaking to us? I'm speaking. Listeners? Listen. <laughs> Please, listen, tell us. Call this number. Right now. 409-673-6590. Call that number right now. Tell them what an Apostle is. See, I think most people think that Apostles are the 12 or 13 men mm, mm, who were a 13. part of well well judas wasn't an apostle he was a disciple <laughs> well he's not the one i was talking about oh but, oh okay you're talking yeah. about paul go yeah, ahead go off paul. go off go ahead people think that that's what apostles are that they were i don't know just the ones charged with creating the church mm -hmm. with writing the letters and and a lot of people don't think there's apostles right. now. Yeah. I mean, well, I mean, you think about it. All right, I just thought about this. God's so good. He gave this word to me. They were the apostles for their time, were they not? Because yeah. yeah. they were. The, Paul was the apostle to the Gentiles. Peter was the apostle to the Jews. Yeah. But when they passed, who's going to fill that role? Right. Who's going to fill their shoes? Yep. You know. Right. Yeah. So. But that's that, what people I I would, think. Yeah, I know that's, that's what people what they, think. But yeah. to that, I would also say God is going to call someone else to fill that role. Because he didn't just do away with that ministry. Right. And just as there was a apostle to a certain region in that day, God's also going to have an apostle in this state of that certain region. Now, will we go up to them at 
camp meeting and be like, mm-hmm. hey, apostle, you know, <laughs> yeah. or hey, apostle. But I mean, I, I'd like to think there are certain people in each region that are filling those roles. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, and whether, you know, and it might be because we have in the UPC, you know, we have the presbyter system. And I mean, that's a very pragmatic and practical way of thinking of it. We elect them to that. But I don't think that's really what it is. Because no. you can, I mean, because God's not just that, would just be like the Catholic Church electing cardinals. I mean, when they had to replace Judas, they, I don't uh-huh. guess they really elected, but they, yeah, they, they cast lots. lots. They cast lots. And to let the Spirit and guide play us. Crabs, to who, yeah. But that's very similar to almost like they, they knew that spot had to be taken by someone. So, I mean. Right. Which it was replaced <clears throat> later on because yeah. he was just a temporary fix. Yeah. Um, not right. to take away from your thought. No. Oh. Um, go off. I mean, if you get out of the political mindset of it, because I mean, we're humans and right. people make everything the wrong, is political. You know, we we can, you can people in our organization can rise to the ranks mm-hmm. strictly for that namesake, but assuming that we are all men of God, falling in His Spirit. We should be able to elect apostles. I would I'm hope air so. quoting yeah. that, you know. Right. We should because we should be able to discern spirits, as we talked about last week. In the, mm-hmm. you know, well, I mean, we should be able to put powerful men who are being used of God, who are willing to be used of God, and we should be able to put them in positions over us yeah. that we can <laughs> be led properly. And I guess to that, I would also agree because I mean, the Stephen. <laughs> that's a running joke (laughs) guys if you're if you're wanting to start a commune here in north arkansas no the politics scare me too much lord anyway uh to that i also i mean i could see that i mean steven was placed in a position now he was not you know placed in it was a deacon's position yeah he was just there to minister to the people but again that's what the fivefold ministry is made for is to minister to people right and he was used mightily of god oh man I mean, I want to agree with you, but at the same time, I'm just like, I don't know. I don't know. I just don't like. I don't don't trust us. I don't right. trust our flesh. Right. You know. Yeah. And, and that's it's not the that I don't trust us. That's like I, you know, I just don't trust our flesh. Yep. And that's at the same time, because it's like we could think somebody's a wonderful human being, but at the same si- same time, on the other side of the coin, what they're hiding from us. Yeah. Like, so I think the apostle has to only be appointed. Oh. Or okay. be an anointing given by God. I mean, we might not just walk around calling him an apostle where they saying they're mm-hmm. an apostle like Paul did, like he says at the beginning of a lot of his epistles. I was kind of meaning like those people who are, if someone, if we're, if we're saying that you can be called to be an apostle, then we should be able to discern that that person is an apostle and us put them in that rank. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's okay. also not no. them. That's, you know, that would also, yeah, we'd have to be working so. in the spirits, the spiritual gifts at that point, discerning yeah. spirits. Which we should be. Yes. Yeah. Well, I, I think it goes back to something I said earlier, either maybe last podcast or maybe just in conversation before we started recording, is that this spectrum of an apostle. Now, there are some people that probably we could clearly differentiate that without a shadow of a doubt that this is probably an apostle. But I don't think it's a role in which for everyone that, I guess, falls under the category of an apostle, that we'll just say, oh, this person's an apostle. I I don't think it's one of those roles, um, uh, specifically, especially for just the average person. Um, 
I think for that, for the the titles given, or not the titles, the uh, the hmm, yeah, yeah I, that's, that's, a, that's that a, word. That's another topic <laughs> yeah, that I wanted to bring up, and I. Anyway, but go, anyway, go ahead. Go ahead. that these cur- uh, these ministries that are given, it's clearer to say like a pastor or teacher. Those are a little bit more uh, easier for the common person to pick up on. But even then, you know, there's a lot of people who claim to be pastors that I know this is controversial to say, especially on a podcast, but. Hmm. Are they really, though? Are they really? Yeah. Yeah. You may take a podium, but does that make you a pastor? And I know that's a, something for later that uh, we'll talk about. And you're not but, wrong. A lot of times those people are appointed. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. But okay, anywho, sad. I know we're talking about apostles, though. We're talking yeah. about apostles. Der- or Dexter, you've, you've said it a couple times before the podcast. What is an apostle? That's the question. Right. Okay. Because your definition is not something that I, I associate in really? most people okay. to, to the uninformed well, anyway. or the uninitiated, you know. Because, I mean, there's, there's, you could look at it several ways. I mean, apostolos, literally, which is the Greek word for apostle. Mm-hmm. I hope I'm saying that right. Please, yeah. if you're a Greek scholar out there, don't call me and butcher me. I'm sorry. <laughs> trash him! I'm from, <laughs> I'm from Vider. I don't know what stuff is. In the comments. Anyway. But apostolos literally translates to ambassador or emissary or someone who was sent, mm-hmm. which I guess you could say someone who was appointed or sent to a certain region. And what's the difference? That sounds like uh, yeah. an evangelist th- to me, though. What's the what? What's an evangelist? That's what that's what yeah. it sounds like yeah. to me. Well, there's a there's. I was trying to find the scripture while we were we talking about it. So. You asked or you posed the question: um, Could we elect or say someone is an apostle? Uh, I didn't mean it like that. If I I, I was misspeaking, misspeaking, if I said it that way, that's not what I meant. I meant we should be able if no, someone is called, yeah. we should be able to discern that, and yeah. that's who we should. We should vote. I'm not saying that you right. could, you no, could say, yeah. okay, we have an no. oh, oh, some our last apostle died. Let's vote in our new one. <laughs> no, that's, not what, I'm, no, that's no. not what I'm trying to I say. I got what you're saying, but there's a verse that kind of uh, sides with you on that. Now, I've been sitting here trying to find it, and I finally did. But Second Corinthians 12, truly, the signs of an apostle were wrought among you in all patience, in signs and wonders and mighty deeds. Mm-hmm. So that's part of being an apostle. You you'll see their mighty works that yeah. God's performing through them, and right. yeah. you know the miracles and stuff. So that just that's part of being an apostle. Yeah. So you can recognize that with your natural right. eyes, right. and you know one might say, "Oh, there's an apostle." Yeah, because I mean, like, what is it uh, in the segment of governments? It's um, according with uh, Colossians one eighteen, obviously God. Mm-hmm. He's the Godhead. Mm-hmm. He's the head of the body. But then you go down to apostle, which essentially, I'm not saying that. Mm. D- don't don't get me wrong. As I'm I'm trying to phrase this. But Where are we at? I want to read. Huh? Where are we at? So I can read what you're talking about. Colossians. Oh. Well, he's going. I was going. Yeah. I'm jumping around because oh, okay. it's you got little pieces throughout the Bible. There's not like one yeah, specific. He's got like place. a graph over here in his notes. <laughs> it's, I'm yes. looking at it. it's very interesting. So the apostle sees the works, does works where the others may not be doing uh, all of them. Mm-hmm. The apostle has seen and or has done them all. 
He the is, fivefold. Yeah, yeah. He he's like the supervisor. <laughs> he's like the big honcho of the group. He he has seen and done it all. Well, that one verse does say first apostles, I believe, doesn't it? Yes, it does. Just to add to that, I guess, hmm. reluctantly. Interesting. <laughs> Go on. That was I'm, it. That was it. it. Oh, okay. <laughs> I mean, because I mean, we're we're going yeah. thing by thing, and yeah. I'm not yeah, going into all through. of it right now yeah. but specifically on so apostle. from what you've gathered apostle has either been involved in or been in the presence of all the fivefold ministry operating right okay. because they're uh for that role to have any significance which you know to add on from what he was saying earlier that stance of they're not being apostles if as we know from numbers if the word and the things of God are divinely put in where you craft an artwork or you write something down. If that is of God and divinely pointed, why was it written down in the first place if you're to say that it's never going to happen again? Yeah. So if yeah, if Paul is putting that down and we have it still today and we talk about it and right. we, uh, preach on it and we teach it, then the the apostleship is still there. The only time, like what you're saying, there's like the law and stuff was done away with right. when the new covenant was made. It's fulfilled. Fulfilled. Yeah. So if if there's something that's no longer for us, there will be a clear moment where it ended and something else started. And right. there's, Correct. There's no evidence of apostles ending. ending right. Because we're still in the same dispensation that right. Paul and Peter and all the disciples were living in when they were proclaiming themselves as apostles. I have a verse this that fits right in with this. Go, Go for it. From the Old Testament. Okay. Yay! Yeah. I love Old Testament. Joel 2, 28 and 29. And it shall come to pass afterward that I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh. Mm-hmm. And your yes. sons and your daughters shall prophesy, and your old men shall dream dreams. Your young men shall see visions, and also upon your servants and upon your handmaids. In those days will I pour out my spirit. This that spirit was poured yeah. out on the day of Pentecost, and the fruit, the gifts, the fivefold ministry mm-hmm. are all aspects of that spirit that was yes. poured yes. out. And it is not just. And I mean, you jump to Acts two thirty nine. It's not just for you. It's for your children. For as far off. Yeah. Right? Yes. And as many as the Lord our God shall call. Which, to that kind of piggybacking off of that, I was I've been watching. Uh, a series, uh, what is it, uh, the Tabernacle Snow, <laughs> Tabernacle something that Brother Stone King was doing in Singapore. And in in these lessons that he's teaching, he, he made this huge graph and was going over the series of time within the Bible. And it, I mean, it's a fact I may have known a while back, but I've forgotten about it. But he emphasizes the segment of time between the last prophet and Jesus, and there was a 400-year period of where there was a lack Silence. of a prophet, mm-hmm. and there was nothing. And here we are, once the Holy Ghost is put into place, there is a reestablishment of a governance that yeah. the Levitical priest, or their, yeah, yeah, what the you Levi- were talking the about, Levites. the Levites, you have a reestablishment. It may not be the Levites, and it may not be the temple like it yeah. was, but now we have a new government oh, yeah. that's yeah. doing the very, exact yeah. same thing. Yep. yep. It's, it's for everybody now. It's very important. It is, yeah, it's ju- very it is for today. I mean, that's what it is, I think, too. It's very much a government. Yeah. And that's when we see the gifts flowing is when we're in submission to that government that God has put right. in place. Because yep. you can only receive power from the king if you're in submission for, to the king yep. and if you're in submission to his government. And to that, yeah, I would agree. 
and say that the apostle is definitely the administrator, the top, the head honcho, the guy in charge. Mm-hmm. And I think that's how. I mean, that's. I think that's how we can recognize that he's an apostle or somebody mm-hmm. or she. I don't know. Prophetess, yeah. <laughs> Let's not get too controversial today. <laughs> They're absolutely prophetesses. Well, no, I was apo- she. I said I was talking about apostle, yeah. but she. Hmm. I would argue that Priscilla was uh, Priscilla. It's Priscilla. Well, oh, yeah. shout out to hey, Rachel Carpenter. Rachel. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. You were saying no. I would absolutely English. say she was. I mean, she. I haven't given any thought. I'm just yeah. trying to stir the pot. No, I absolutely <laughs> believe she probably would fall into that apostle. Uh, Most likely, because yeah. if the definition that we're giving it, based off of what we know of her, yeah. yes, it's a, it's a, she starts the head, so many of the churches. Yeah. yeah, the head yeah. person that is operating in all the ministries. Possibly wrote one of the, the, the books in the Bible. Yeah. Whoa. Hebrews? Yeah, yep, possible. I think that was Paul. <laughs> <laughs> Some people say that the writing style in Hebrews versus Paul's other books aren't well, the same. Well, many people agree that it was something given inspiration by Paul's writings. Yeah. But then also some people say it could have been something written in his later life and his style could have mm-hmm. changed. Yeah. No That's one knows. But at the same time, doesn't matter. Anyway. All right. All right. The We're going one? on from apostles. I think we covered that pretty good. To prophets. Ooh. The two controversial ones. This right is the, on, we're right gonna. The well, I mean, that's how they work. I yeah. mean, that's what the verse says. We're just going in order in the verse. Correct. Okay? You know, we gave examples of apostles. You know, Peter, Paul. You know, Priscilla, 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 Priscilla. Sorry, Rachel. <laughs> like I said, I'm from Vider. Anyway, prophet is pretty self-explanatory. I think gives prophecy proclaims the literal word or message of God. Mm-hmm. And I mean, and not just like in a preaching sense where you discern the word like the Bible, but the prophet literally hears God speaking to them. Like Jeremiah, the words were literally put into his mouth when the scroll was put into Jeremiah's mouth Yeah, and speaks those literal words of God. Um, one story that comes to mind is uh, a message from Brother Mark Morgan, which he's been been used in the gift of prophecy. I would say he is a prophet in our day. Um, but one message, I may have mentioned this on the last podcast, I don't remember, but it was on a different topic of this message. But he he was preaching, and then all of a sudden, you know, it just came out of him, we're going to have a miracle service. Mm-hmm. Well, there was... Oh, we talked about this last week. Yeah, there yeah. was... I think it was... May, may have been a different service, but that same, that same unction came to him, and he said that. And everybody came, and he said, you know, they formed a prayer line, and I prayed for all of them, and nothing happened. And so he said, well, I'm just up there. I'm like, well, what in the world, God? You know, you, he said there's this is going to be a miracle service, and that's what I told everybody, and nothing happened. Yeah. What's going on? And then he said, as I was standing there praying to God, just asking what's going on, he gave me, I guess, maybe a word of knowledge uh, would be how you, a gift of knowledge. Anyway, so this this uh, word of knowledge came to him for somebody in the congregation. So he's like, Oh man, I, I don't want to go tell him that, you know, this is kind of personal and yeah. what if it's just me? Yep. Yeah. And then he told him again, you know, you need to go um, talk to this. I think it was a lady, the first one. And she was, she swore up and down and believed, truly believed she was deceived that her husband was cheating on her mm-hmm. and walking out on her and he was being faithful, but <clears> she had this thought in her head. So he just went up to her and he's like, are you married? <laughs> it's like, yeah, I'm married. She's like, he said, uh, okay. Do you think your husband's been unfaithful to you? Yeah, I've been thinking that. Well, he's not. And then she just fell out right there. Oh, goodness. And, you know, he was timid about it. And yeah. then 
it just kept happening. The whole service, everyone, I guess, that came in the line, he was given a word specifically for that person, uh-huh. and he prophesied to them whatever mm-hmm. their situation was. So that's, I guess, a... Um, Modern-day prophet. Yeah, that would be a, a story of prophecy at work. Mm-hmm. But anyway. Yeah, those kind of things are very uncomfortable. Yeah. Very uncomfortable, which... Uh, what? Um, I'll hit the mic. Yeah, Gary. I didn't mean to. Just take the pen out of your hand. Just <laughs> put it down. Uh, that's my pen. Uh, but anyway, uh, Romans 12, 6 through 8. Having then gifts differing according to the grace that is given to us, whether prophecy, let us prophesy according to the proportions of faith or ministry, let us wait on our uh, ministering, or he that teacheth on teaching, or he that exhorteth on exhortation, he that giveth, let him do it in uh, in simplicity, he that ruleth with diligence, that he showeth mercy and cheerfulness. Um, That, uh, where I'm bringing this in connection to, is I was reading this portion today, and I, I got to looking into the word exhort. And exhort in the dictionary simply is put to urge, advise, or to caution. Uh, uh, what is I can't even read my own handwriting. <laughs> uh, well, to caution and monitor urgently. Do, uh, do you need me to read your handwriting? Yes. Uh, but... The fivefold ministry is put to edifying the body. Right. And prophecy, you know, I think we have a kind of a, a simple view of prophecy where we're just, ooh, it's the future. Yeah. You have a gift to see the future. <laughs> uh, but it's, it's much more than that. As we're talking from the previous episode, we're talking about the gifts of the Spirit and... Uh, what those entail, this kind of goes into that and where, you know, uh, words of wisdom, uh, words of knowledge, all these are components that kind of bleed into yeah. the, mm-hmm. the prophetic. Right. And where a, a true prophet, you know, they, they're given words, whether they know it, true or not about the person Mm -hmm. they have the urgency to exhort that knowledge that is given to them to that person and see uh brother morgan was very hesitant because it's just like (laughs) you know i don't know about this this is kind of out there but if you are in the vein of god and you speak those things within the vein of god right It'll have an impact, yeah. mm-hmm. and it clearly did for that lady. That yeah, it didn't make sense to him, that. and it made him nervous. But oh, man, yeah. when she got that word, boom! And that's one thing about prophets. In in most cases, you know, they'll have a word for you that's directly for you, or it could be for a congregation or whatever the situation is. But a lot of times, that word that is for you isn't comfortable. You know, it's oh, yeah. it's meant to push you and make you realize. Either I'm doing something wrong or I'm on the right track or, you know, in her situation, this thought that I have is a lie from the enemy. But, I mean, that's one important thing about prophets and prophecy is it's it's to guide us. You know, it's the fivefold ministry. It's for the edifying of mm-hmm. the church. But prophecy specifically in prophets, it's, it's to point to a person and say, here's your situation. 
this is what you need to do or whatever. And typically, typically, this would be someone that you probably don't even know, which makes right. it even more impactful. Yeah, exactly. Like, uh, Brother Scott Shelton scares me to death because I know he yeah. has that ability to read your mail. <laughs> Quote, unquote. <laughs> um, Not literally, but yeah. Yeah, but... Pretty and, literally. <laughs> I mean, Sometimes. well, I'm not telling that story because that's, that's something that I don't think people want me to share. But anyway, the first time I met him, I was warned that he was kind of like that. I'm like, uh, no, you know, I've heard prophets before. This is, uh, you know, yeah, I've seen. I get scared. It. Oh, but this is a whole nother level. <laughs> yeah, this was a whole nother That's level. That's the fear of God. Yeah, it's just like yeah, they were being for real. Yeah, you know, actually, you find that you start reading your own mail. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you find out where your sin, your hidden sin, might be. <laughs> yeah. Hey, uh, yeah, for real. Hey, a story I guess that's more closely related to uh, a prophet being used is my dad when he lived in. Texas before he moved to Arkansas. Um, that's a good place. Yes, <laughs> Texas at Eastgate. Mm, that's a great place. So there was this um, there was this evangelist that was in town preaching at church, and my dad had been feeling the call that he needed to move to Mountain View. And you know this was forty years ago at this point or thirty, um, but anyway. So you know he he's been dealing with this, and he's like, man, I I feel like the Lord wants me to move back to Arkansas, but I just I really, I don't know if this is just me or what. And anyway, after church, you know, he was dealing with this all throughout service because he was about to move and he wanted to make sure he was in the will of God. Anyway, so he went up and was talking to Brother Edwards, the pastor of the church at the time. And, you know, he shook Brother Edwards' hand and Brother Edwards introduced him to the preacher that was in town. And Dad said, when I reached out and shook his hand, he just locked eyes with me and didn't say a word Mm -hmm. for a second. He just stared at me. It's like he was receiving something. And he said, your bags are packed and you're about to go. You're about to leave. It's the will of the Lord. Just mm. go through that door. Mm. And he was like, okay, well, <laughs> that's what I got to do. That's what I'm doing. So anyway, you know, just I thought that would be a little closer to home. Yeah. But so there's a definitely. gift of prophecy. Right. And then there's mm. the fivefold ministry of, prophecy, the of being mm. a prophet. Is anyone who is used in the gift of prophecy suddenly a prophet? Or I don't think so. I don't think so either. Well, I mean, that verse yeah. you even read said, your sons and your daughters will prophesy. Yeah. Right. Well, going to that, like Saul prophesied. I mean, Saul prophesied. David prophesied. You know, no, I think, yeah, because Saul was definitely not a prophet. I he mean, was in sin at the time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was I just, think, well, that's what, I, that's what I mean. I think God can, he can just, he took a donkey and he yeah, used a yeah. donkey. Yeah. You know, he could take anything and make it. But I think a prophet is somebody that's chosen, like mm-hmm. Jeremiah or Ezekiel. Elijah, Elisha. They're definitely consecrated. They're definitely consecrated and anointed. That's yeah, what's right. very important. Yeah. So it's these this fivefold ministry, the gifts and anybody can operate in. The gifts, once you get the you know, God can use anybody should be should in. be operated in and anybody he can use anybody. But the fivefold ministry, I think, is a little step above that. You have to have a specific anointing, a specific yeah. calling mm-hmm. for these roles yep. to be used in. Because mm-hmm. you can't just walk in off the street one day and say, I am a prophet. No. no. God will just Absolutely strike you down not. probably. Yep. You know? <laughs> Show me the Bible verse. says that. Mm. No, for real. This is, I mean, we, we have this weird connotation of, about um, apostles and prophets that people should not claim to be that. And I'm not, I'm not one of those two. <laughs> right. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> But like, yeah. if, I mean, maybe you are. I'm well. I mean, maybe God has not. God has not talked to me in my dream. And t- no. <laughs> yeah, anyway. No. Go ahead. Go ahead. But go like, on. it 
and I understand the the heebie-jeebies we can get of someone. You know what I'm you know, you know what I'm saying yeah. though. I'm not saying like yeah, yeah, yeah. if a preach, you know, somebody who's obviously a consecrated man of God yeah. that we can discern their spirit. But you know, if Joe Blow, who we just yeah, yeah, comes yeah. in and says he's a yeah. prophet, mm-hmm. and we can discern his spirit and say, mm, no, you're not. I have. That's a where verse. the discerning of spirits comes in. This goes exactly anyway. with what you just said, Dexter. First John four. Beloved, do not believe every spirit speaking yep. through a self-proclaimed prophet. Instead, test the spirits to see whether mm. they are from God. Test so the good. spirits. Because many false prophets and teachers have gone out into the world. By this, you know and recognize the Spirit of God. What was that verse? First uh, John 4. So a self-proclaimed prophet could still be in the Spirit of God. I think so. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, no, no. I mean, I yeah. I'm not saying. Yeah. I'm not I'm saying not it's saying a good that. thing to do it, but right, right. I think. But like I'm it saying, like again, in this perfect world that we're talking about of everyone like following the spirit truthfully and hopefully, you know, if right. someone knows, like God uses me in prophecy, like brother uh, Justin Gleason on his podcast, he talks many times about the the prophetic visions and and words that he gets. Does he? come out and claim i'm a prophet i i've not heard him say it mm. but what would be the harm of him saying i am used in this capacity yeah to that i can respect that i mean you know my viewpoint yeah, you're a hard no i'm i am a hard no on the usage of a title of prophet or apostle because mm-hmm. that's putting too much self in that title mm-hmm. yeah and i, I know for a fact that what a title can do to a person Mm -hmm. because working in politics, you can get Joe Blow off the side of the street, give him a title and put him in the Capitol, and he's a whole new person. Yeah. I kid you not. That's why I'm so opposed to the title itself mm-hmm. of pro- self-proclaiming yourself as so-and-so. Well, but if do you not think is, other people yeah, giving it, you that title, but, though, can be, do the like same thing Like if someone is really yourself. a prophet if or you really an apostle, head, though. Perhaps. Yeah. But... In the perspective of, let's look at other denominations, and this, it makes my blood curdle and also just irritates me to no end when I hear, oh, we got prophet and prophetess so-and-so, and and they come up and saying, I'm prophetess and prophet so-and-so, and then they do all this mumbo jumbo that they do and it's like what are you well maybe it's just because you're following that verse and discerning and testing that spirit yeah i mean because at the same time if brother shelton came up to you and he was talking and saying and just in a conversation way he says god give me word and i am a prophet you mean you've already said yourself you think he is a prophet would you disagree with his self-proclaimed title at that point under the premise you have a point, but yeah. he's ah, also uh-huh. going to say, he's also I going have, to tell you he's not going to say that. When was the that? last time you told me I had a point? <laughs> to that premise. Yeah. I'm just I'm just saying that. How do you know he's not going to say that, though? Because he specifically says, anyone that says that I am this, I'm not saying that I am that. But why, we can, well, yeah. He might you just can, be being humble. We can, you can say I'm a pastor. You can say I'm a teacher. Uh, you can say I'm an evangelist. Mm-hmm. We're and, not advising you to go out there and start saying these things, guys. <laughs> yes. Yeah. People who are that though, they can say that. Why? Right. Why do we have this weird thing about these two and not the three others? Maybe that's just the enemy trying to lie to us and stop us from working in those ministries. I think well, so. you know, and, in any any one of the gifts, if if you say it in the wrong sense, you can definitely yeah, for, yeah, for, yeah, for sure. Right. Oh, for sure. You could sure. you could even say that from a evangelist or pastor yeah, standpoint. Absolutely. Like, I'm Pastor Weston Mize. <laughs> what's what's Justin Gleason? He hates Reverend. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. he hates yeah. Reverend. Oh, so I boy. think I mean I agree with both points. I I think it's it's better to be safe and not 
self-proclaimed yeah. titles just because it can go to your head. Yeah. Well, but I don't think it's necessarily wrong as long as you're in the right spirit. Yeah. But it's easy to get in the wrong spirit when you start proclaiming right. it. I, I mean, any time really, that you're being used, it's hard yeah. to, like, I mean, you've got to be God-minded. Right. Like, if, you're, if God's using you, God will then it you. can come to your mind. And I, I think mean, at this point we're just kind of arguing semantics because really <laughs> – at the same time, does it matter if you have the title? Right. It shouldn't. It shouldn't. Yeah, it shouldn't. It shouldn't matter. You could. I mean, I wouldn't care if God's going to use me in prophecy. I don't care. You can call me a loser as long as He's using me in prophecy. I don't care. Well, the loser said this this week. Yeah, you saw. You say whatever you want, but if God uses me in ministry or whatever it is, I will not care. Yeah. And I think that's how we're. I think at this point we're just kind of arguing semantics. Well, let's let's dial back the conversation though, and this goes along with all of them. It's not just because we're right now on prophets, but Ephesians is we get the two verses. What was it? 11, 11 and, 12. and 12. 11 and 12 is in the middle of a statement. Yeah. That is not the whole statement. What is the whole statement? It is to begin with, there is one body and one spirit, even as you are called in the in one hope and your calling, one Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God and Father of all, who is above all and through all, in all, and you all. So it goes into that and it starts talking about the purposes of these ministries is not only to emphasize that and to teach that, but also to uh, be that governing uh, shepherd over the body. And yeah. each of them have their purpose in doing all that. So if they aren't doing that, they probably are not going to be either of the five. Which right. is why we should call them what they are so we know what they are. <laughs> <laughs> to that point, uh, I watched the Because of the Times uh, five-fold ministry that was just a couple months ago now. Very good. You all should. Yeah, it's got Mark that. Morgan. It's got Brother Mahaney. Yes. It's got Brother Cisco. Brother Norris. Was that? I thought that was a general conference. No, it was Because of the Times. The one okay. I watched today. Either way. I, I assume There's his name is Cisco. More than one. There's anyway. Um, let's see, Art Wilson, ah. and then I don't remember who the other one was. Is that mine? That's yours. Sorry, but they are pushing the UPC. They're pushing. It was General Conference. I put in, but bought. Oh well, it doesn't matter. Yeah, that link on our group chat. Um. Uh, no, he sent it to me. Oh, send it to me. I'll send it. Sorry, they're pushing. They're now. quit talking. <laughs> hey, now you know how I feel. We're, we're they're, a therapy session. No, I've not lost this. my train of thought. Oh, <laughs> ouch. Okay. Go ahead. Go ahead. Love you anyway, Seth. I love uh, you. They are pushing upon the UPC. They're pushing for churches to start being used in the fivefold ministry that we should, Brother Mize should set up people in the fivefold ministry here mm -hmm. in our church, that we should have a prophet for our church, we should have an apostle for right. our church, we should have... We have plenty of teachers. We have oh, yeah. uh, we we should have evangelists. You yeah. know, we have a pastor that we and uh, brother Art Wilson's the one who started off that general conference, I guess, mm -hmm. um, talking about that. Like he, I think he was he was supposed to be talking about pastors, but he was pushing for the pastors to be reaching out. We need to the the whole thing, the semantics of this, I guess, in my opinion, is if brother Mize suddenly appointed. Joe Blow, I, I don't know who in yeah. the world, like, maybe, he, he's already said that we have an apostle of our church. Um, I, I believe he was Uncle Rev. No, there was another no. one. Uh, Brother Morgan? He preached, I, I would know. consider Brother Morgan an apostle of our church. Oh, um, 
the pastor of Brother Morgan. Uh, yeah, I'm brother. I'm trying to think of his name. He's Lenny. from Missouri. Yeah, yes, he's, he's from Missouri multiple times. Yes. But if suddenly we yeah. had, like, say, say, Brother Morgan retired from Mountain Home and just decided to come slum it here. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, which is never going to happen. He would obviously but. be an apostle in our. He'd be that pillar. He'd yeah. be that apostle pillar in our church. Yes. And I don't know. We might not call him that, but everyone would see him as that. Yeah. If if Brother Miles decided, all right, Darren is now our designated prophet. <laughs> you know we'd give him that title <laughs> we'd give him that title just to see if it goes yeah. Yeah, no right. but like we, like people would start pushing back if yeah. like you know like and we need to normalize it a little bit not to diminish it not right. to weaken it not to make anybody do this but we need to respect if if because man brother art wilson talking about mm-hmm. how just your church is going to explode when you get behind the fivefold ministry and started yeah. using it yes. properly, you know we need that. Right. So uh, I mean, but people would push back, say, "Well, if we had our young prophet, you know, people would push back on I that." Mean, yeah, yeah. That because was, we don't, yeah. because we don't want it to go to people's head. Because we don't want, mm-hmm. or we we uh, out of jealousy of all this stuff. We need to. If Brother Mize were to put a prophet, say, "This is our prophet." Like, if he hears from God, we want to hear from him what's God saying for us, for the church, for you, for whatever. And people would push back on it. But that goes we back need to the to, order, though. Like, yeah. that's the order that yeah. is set in, you yeah. know. But it's all about We need submission. to normalize it a little bit. Yeah. yeah, if you have a government, you got to have submission or it's yeah. not going to work. That's good. A good and in our world, especially in America, we are so individual. I'm sorry, I cut you off. Yeah, it's We are right. so individual. We're so just us. Me, 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 me. Yeah. We don't want to submit to the government. It's about my yeah. voice. Yep. yep. And, and that's what it comes back to in this modern day. Yep. In That's their right. day, in their culture, mm-hmm. back in, when they gave this word and when Paul was writing to the churches, it was more communal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they weren't near as self It was about us. It yeah. was about if what's yeah. best for the community. Yeah. Right. And that's what we need to get back to because it's a body. It's not about me as the yes. hand, me as the finger, me as the eye. It's about us as the body. And, the whole. and how can I help the body as whole? And that's what this is all about. Exactly. And, I mean, I'm a political science guy, so forgive me here. But... Why do we see the impact of the works of God in these developing nations versus here? We could all, always go back to the answer of there's no distractions. That's a big part of it. Is, it is yeah. a big part. But in all these, quote-unquote, developed nations, we went through a series of philosophical uh, change in where we have liberal thought. Yeah. We are self-independent. Yeah. Where they, in these developing countries, did not go through that. Right. And where they still have that, quote-unquote, communal mm-hmm. perspective. Mm-hmm. Where, for us, when we go to the ballot box, what do we vote on? How is my pocketbook? How is things impacting my life? Yeah. It's not how is it affecting my neighbor's life. It's how is it affecting my life. Yeah, to kind of add to what Seth said before, I was rudely interrupted Sorry. by our host today, Dexter. Uh, notice how I am. Anyway, so <laughs> well, it is your day. Yeah, that's right. So, uh, to kind of to add to what Seth said, just something real short that I thought of. Um, I think as long as as we can keep self out of the way, keep God first. Obviously, like we're all trying to do, mm. keep you know stay submitted to our pastoral authority in our life, our church, whatever. I think there's actually a power 
to appointing people that are used in the fivefold ministry. Uh, for instance, Brother Melton from Little Rock, mm-hmm. he refers to Stephen Sanford as their prophet. Mm-hmm. You know, he's yeah. Brother Stephen didn't give himself that title. That's just what uh, mm-hmm. Brother Melton has referred to him before. Mm-hmm. I've been in church, and he said, we're going to hear a word from our young prophet. Come on, Brother Stephen. So I think as long as you're – obviously the main thing is keeping God first. As long right. as you're in proper submission mm-hmm. and alignment, I think there can be power in, yeah. you know, in, the, you think, in that. Do you think by appointing people to a position or to a part of the fivefold ministry that – let's say, you know, Brother Mize – he came and appointed somebody to be the prophet. Do you think since the man of God appointed that person to be a prophet, that they would start to be being used in that ministry, even if they, you know, man, haven't been used in it before? Because, I mean, maybe possibly I mean, t- they've used it a little, but... Going back to Art Wilson's thing, like, yeah. it, it is the pastor's job to yeah. appoint yeah. these things, yeah. you know? And, um, man. Because, I mean, yeah. Jeremiah wasn't a prophet until he was appointed to be yeah. one. Same That's goes for thought. Elisha. Elijah appointed Elisha to be the next prophet. Mm-hmm. If he would have never done that, then yeah. there wouldn't have been another. A one. really funny thought come to me though, like what does it mean to be appointed as a pro- like? Imagine a huge church and like you're just paid to be the prophet. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you just go and sit in your office and wait. Oh, they're paid. <laughs> you guys I would like money. to apply. Yeah. <laughs> We're back to the beginning. Yeah. You apply for the position. <laughs> <laughs> what I mean, honestly, though, I mean, to add to that, or I guess to kind of respond to that, uh, I think, oh, I just thought, okay, go ahead. I think no. there's power yeah. in uh, being put in a new position yes. because mm-hmm. then it causes you to be more um, disciplined, causes you to be more consecrated. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to just go ahead and throw Seth out here for a subject to stare at. Um, youth pastor. You know, when, when he was elected youth pastor, there's this. I wasn't elected. You were elected. Appointed. Appointed. My bad. Elected in our <laughs> Wrong uh, Same thing. Different when, story. Whenever Seth became the youth pastor, there's this new sense of responsibility that I have to be closer to God because I've got to feed the children. Mm-hmm. You know. Yes. So I, I think there's power in, in appointment. I, I mean to, to, back up with what you're saying. I've heard it from both Dustin Marshall, who used to be the youth president, and I've heard it from Ryan when he was the secretary, and they said. You know, you you could totally feel that mantle yeah. being put on yeah. you yeah. as soon as you got appointed or elected. I guess in their respect, yeah. it was elected, and then as soon as that was taken over by someone else, it's just like yeah. you felt that uplifting that you don't have that. Uh, I burden. mean, I say burden, mm-hmm. but not in a bad way. Yeah. But you that weight that weight. Brother Stan Gleason talked about that on Justin's podcast. Mm-hmm. He was ta- he was just the secretary of their section, I yep. believe, and he said that wasn't too big of a deal like i'm just taking notes during our meetings and stuff he's like that was a huge responsibility Mm -hmm. and it like it took months for it to pass from me until i was just like oh i don't feel that desire i don't feel that responsibility anymore but my verse uh was uh oh what is it come on god is no respecter of persons pretty much i mean if it's right in there like if Mm -hmm. if you're willing to be used of god it could be the joe blow off of the i mean it goes as, back to, you know, going back to the gifts being used. We saw someone that no one really expected. Yeah. And I asked this last week privately, did, has that person been back at church mm-hmm. since that moment? I don't think I she don't has. Think so. yeah. But that just proves, I think, that like God mm-hmm. had a word. Someone pushed it down. And God's like, well, if you won't do it, I will show you. Yeah, I can use right. anyone. Yep. So 
Yeah, cool. like you said. Brother Miles needs to point something out. There's a, gif- a difference in the gifts of the Spirit yeah. and the fivefold right, ministry. Right, right. Yeah, that's exactly right, though. That you know, the gifts of the Spirit, anybody that comes but to the that, church can be used in that. Talking about like if Brother Miles were to just right. point someone to that, yeah, could right. they start being used? Possibly. I think so. Good question. But, yeah. I mean, because you expect your pastor to lead us yeah. and we're yeah. in submission to him as he's spirits. talking to God. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, if he's doing his job and he's fulfilling yeah, that ministry exactly. as it is established in uh, Ephesians, mm-hmm. then yeah, if he has that sensitivity and he feels so-and-so, this is this is for yep. you, then yeah, yeah, absolutely. Wow, good stuff. It's I'm, part of that discerning spirits, though, that he has to, if, if a pastor feels he can do that, he also feels that this is not going to go to yeah. this person. Matter head. of fact, right. with... Prime example, your dad and Ryan. And since he's mm-hmm. kind of put him into kind of the teacher uh, deal in the mornings, because Ryan was kind of hesitant about it, yeah. which I didn't understand why, because he was youth leader for so long. <laughs> but he was very hesitant about it. But you can see him exactly. moving into that role of a, a teacher. Yeah. And that's very that's good really cool to too. see. Yeah. Yes. He's very, he's developed yeah. so much. He's, yeah. I mean, I've only been here two years. Uh, you should have met yeah. him at the beginning when, his, right there, when they I said mean, he's going to be youth leader. I had doubts. <laughs> I mean, right there, Brother Mice puts someone into a position. Yeah. and No, I, yeah, I agree with that. See, he's getting it. See, we're You're talking about it. pastors without You're talking it. about pastors. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, we need to get to pastors. Yeah. Well, all right, pastors. Uh, I have wrote down a leader of a congregation who gives counsel and guidance to whom they are charged with by God. It's pretty we've cut, talked about it. Yeah, it's yeah, pretty cut and dry. We've yeah, hit it all. Yeah, pastors, man, so You'd important. Think, Respect your pastor. Which is more important, the pastor, or the apostle? Well, the person over you, you have to submit to them. Yeah, your pastor needs to listen to the apostle. Yeah, I mean, you should also, but you understand what I'm saying because yeah. if yeah. he's the head of the flock, then you are submitted to the pastor. Yeah, with Brother Morgan in mind, actually. Does your grand pastor, you know, understand grand the, t- the grand pastor, <laughs> pastor. your pastor's pastor, kind of automatically yeah. should be in that apostle role, right? Like mm-hmm. that's who they're submitted to. Yeah. That's their spiritual leader. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's I mean, because that makes pastor. sense. Because as our pastor has said, Brother Morgan's pastor is our apostle, mm-hmm. and Brother Morgan is our pastor's pastor. Yeah. So yeah. now he didn't say that when uh, what is it, uh, Brother Daniels was the presbyter. He respects Brother Daniels, but he didn't qualify him as his pastor. In fact, at the time, he qualified Brother Dennis Anderson as his pastor. Which just goes to show that the elected system that we yeah. have, mm-hmm. it's good for helping with organization yes. and planning meetings, yeah. but it's not always what God wants yeah, to I wouldn't happen. think that Brother Gaddy has to be anyone's pastor, uh-huh. any other pastor's right. pastor, just because they're under him. Right. I mean, it's, a, it's, it's, a, it's a relationship right. as well. Like You have to have a relationship yeah. with your pastor for him to be able to put yourself under submission to him. Relationship. Yeah. yeah. Relationship. Healthy relationship. Yeah. All right. This is a great point to end part one Dexter oh man so we're running out of time so we're gonna make this a two-parter all right well since that's all the time we have for part one then I guess we're gonna wrap it up here you guys remember to stay in church stay in school we're gonna see you in part two right here in just a second yes sir